0: Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu, salam ala rasulullah Assalamu alaikum wa wabarakatuh What's up everybody, my name is Malik Khalil And you guys are listening to the Shahada Tribe Radio So glad you guys returned, you guys are back um, I didn't scare you off with that first episode, alhamdulillah <laughs> um, Guys, today I, um, I wanted to get into um, You know, just talking about uh, my revert story Um, and and kind of a no-holds-bar and how I came to Islam. And, um, you know, I get that question quite a bit. You know, I think almost every time I meet somebody, uh, they ask me, you know, how did you come to Islam? And I used to, in the beginning, I used to kind of like shy away from telling the story and um, sometimes it was like a sensitive topic. But over the years, I, I realized like, People were asking because, you know, it's like you came to their faith, right? Or you came to Islam. And subhanAllah, like everybody everybody has a, a different story. Um, and no matter what it is, you know, some people... Uh, I know some people just had very easy, you know... Uh, you know, or coming to Islam was very easy, you know, to where they just... You know, they they heard about Islam and they looked at the Quran a little bit, and they're like, "Yeah, this makes total sense. Of course, I'm gonna be Muslim." Boom, took the shahada, right? Like, there's some people like that, and as as a community, right? We shouldn't we shouldn't expect these like crazy stories from everybody, you know, like because sometimes it's it really is that simple for 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 somebody to come to Islam once allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens somebody's heart like there's nothing that's going to stop them and um alhamdulillah for for the you know um for those times and for those people that you know have uh, you know you know come to islam and they don't have to go through a lot of stuff you know they don't it doesn't take years and years right but there are those people um i'm kind of more of those people um that had to shed like a lot of baggage. And, and inshallah, you know, we'll we'll get into that. But one thing that I, I would give advice to people that meet somebody who came to Islam, um, people's stories, um, you know, how they come to Islam and their shahada story, it's what we'll call it, their shahada story. Um, it's not always something that people want to talk about. You know, for me, I had to learn that my story actually helps other people, right? It gives other people, like, faith in what they're doing, right? It's like an imam booster, like, for them. Um, And it was kind of cool because that was my way of helping people, right? Um, But not everybody has that same view and not everybody has that same... um, you know, idea when it comes to the Shahada story, a lot of times the Shahada story can be very painful for that person, and asking them to tell you their story without even knowing somebody can be, ah, uh, oh man, it's tough. It's tough. It's it's hurtful. You know, it's you bring up a lot of things that maybe they don't really want to talk about, and again, sometimes they don't even know you. So, uh, my advice, my advice for for anybody who you know who meets you know a, a revert and and wants to hear their story get to know them first get to know who they are and and build a relationship before you ask something like really that personal um again some people are are really like fine with it you know and like myself you asked me you know i'll, I'll tell you my story i'm, I'm not uh, now it's just like whatever but you know there was times where it's like man like Man, like, I don't want to talk about this. You know, it's not something that I, I'm necessarily like excited to talk about. So again, that's that's my advice. And inshallah, you know, it's something you guys can take. Again, many other people may feel different about it, but um anyways. So as I go through, you know, a little bit of of my my own personal Shahada story, um, a lot of people have questions always <laughs> by like the end of it. This is probably the first time I'm going to go through my Shahada story and not tell somebody and, and be like interrupted. Not that that was bad, but uh, it's just, you know, this is no one's, you know, there to ask any questions. But I, I know that there's going to be questions. So guys, if you do have questions, um, I'm going to be, there's a website that I'm creating um, called Shahadatriberadio.com. And um, I'll link it in the description. Like if you go to you know any, like, any you know, podcast or anything like that where you guys found this, um, wherever you found this episode, um, in the description it'll have the link to it to where you guys can ask me any questions. And inshallah on the next episode, I'd love to answer it and um, you know, give you guys any clarification or um, if you have any questions for me. You know inshallah we can we can definitely talk about it. I'd love to do that so um so yeah, so I came to Islam about uh maybe about five six years ago um, and I was originally uh, on a path to be a a preacher i was you know i was I was going to a, like a seminary and I mean, I was full head steam, like, I'm going to be a preacher. Like, that was what I was going to, like, my, my whole life and, and what I thought in my head and in my heart was like, I'm going to be a preacher. I'm going to spread the word of God. And, um, you know, that's what I'm going to do. That's why I left. I was playing basketball in college, and I left randomly. Oh, man, I left randomly. It was like in the middle of my of the year, Um, middle of the year during like a December break and I got in my car and I just went to um, I went to visit my buddy he was at uh, a school called ORU Oral Roberts University and that's in Tulsa Oklahoma I was down in like Lubbock area Lubbock Texas and I had this old like 94 Civic that uh, I was like all right like if I'm gonna be a preacher and I'm gonna you know, spread the word of God. Like I need to get out of this place that I'm at, and I just felt so called to get out of there. And so I, I, got my car one day. I packed it up full of stuff. I called one of my buddies and said, "Hey, dude, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming to to ORU with you, dude." And I don't even know how I'm gonna like survive out there yet. Uh, I haven't even applied. Um, I'll do that while I'm up there. And so subhanallah so I, I, I went up there, visited him, and. Um, I wasn't able to like stay there. There was like, the tuition was just ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I, I can't do that. So one of my buddies, they were living in, um, the Dallas area and there was a school. I'm not going to name it, name the school or anything, but he was going to a school down there, um, in Dallas. And I was like, well, yeah, great. Like I can go there and it wasn't that expensive. I was like, yeah, I can study like Christianity, like this this could be my avenue to study the Bible. And I remember I told my mom I was I was going to do that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go just to a school in Dallas and study the Bible. And, like, she starts crying, like, really, that's what you're going to do? You want to, you know, spend the rest of your life doing that? And, you know, she's just crying. I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do, Mom. Like, I, I want to be a pastor. I want to be a preacher. And so you know I drove down from Tulsa in that old 94 Civic man that that Civic was pretty nice it was uh, it had like a hole in the in the uh what's it called in the Cadillac converter so it sounded like it was really fast it had like a deep rumble but it was only cuz like the Cadillac converter was broken for those of you that knows cars but you know I loved it anyways I drove down to Dallas and um that's that was where I really started to just study the Bible, and I, I wasn't I wasn't a newbie uh, when it came to Christianity and and studying the Bible. I I went to a school a high school where we I mean we were just engulfed in like Christianity. Um, you know, my family was very, or my my father's side was very active in the church. You know, I, I did plays for the church. Um, you know, we were there. I mean, I was there every Wednesday sometimes saturdays and sundays like uh, at least 3 times a week i was i was at church um and was devout really i mean i i believed in what i was doing and um you know i uh, you know being part of like different you know parts of the church you know helping out with uh like child uh, like the child uh, what is it called the uh, like the children's ministry the uh, i was part of like a drama ministry Um, we'd go like and do like outreach where we would go and we'd talk to people on the streets, you know, give out sandwiches, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was definitely involved in every single one of those points before even going to, um, you know, before going away and studying, uh, Christianity more in depth. And so when I went to Dallas, that's when, that's when things kind of got interesting for me. Um, I remember I I started sitting down and um, started studying, started studying uh, Christianity and um, you know that little things, uh, I wouldn't say doubt crept in at that point, it was more like questions. I just had these questions that came up um, and we can definitely talk about those questions um, in later podcasts. I I don't want to drag this out too, too long. But here's, you know, just some of them, right? Like, I clearly remember sitting down in um, in this big auditorium, and we were learning about the New Testament. For those of you that are that are that are Muslim and don't really know what the New Testament is, it's basically the Injil. Um But obviously, we know that the Injeel that's not the Injeel. The the Injeel is not with us anymore, and it's been um, it's been changed, obviously, right? So um what Christians have, they have the, the New Testament. And the New Testament is basically kind of that new that new uh, the new religion essentially, right? Like there's the new breaking point between um, when Jesus um, Isa alayhi salam comes into existence. And so the New Testament hits and the gospel or the Injil the, the first four books are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I remember, like, I was so fascinated learning about the history of the New Testament because we didn't really go into it when I was in, in, like, church, church, right? Like, no one went into the history of, of, of these books or anything. And so we started going into the history of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And um, I remember they started talking about Mark, and of course, like, you know, that's um, that's that's my uh, other my other name right is uh, Mark Anthony and so when they said Mark I was like oh yeah like that's that's the best book right there it was like the first one written you know this book is amazing and I, I started to uh, it started to kind of uh, expound upon you know who Mark was and they didn't really know who he was it was more like we we think he was a doctor right we think he was this we think he was that and I started to wonder, I said, well, what's Mark's last name? Why did Mark not put his last name on here, right? Like, if you're going to write a book that subhanAllah is is the word of God and, and is, you know, the inspiration of God, as Christians would say, that God inspired these men to write these books, um... Why Why not have a last name, like something so simple? Um, and how do we don't even know much about these people or track them really much, right? And so that, that I remember being in that class and the professor even that was teaching it, he, he kind of said some things that I was like, yeah, that's so true. Why don't we know these guys' names? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, like, why don't we know more about these people, right? And we started going into how Mark was was like that first book written and everybody after that started to base their their book, their writings off of Mark, right? They started to base their writings off of what he did. So the other books came afterwards and, and people asked me like, hey, you know, well, why is it Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Well, it, that order is actually in the order of the length. So Matthew's the longest of them all and it kind of goes, you know. Longest to shortest, essentially, right? It's not in a chronological order. So anyways, um, yeah, I I digressed pretty hard on that one. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But so, you know, those, like I was sitting in that class and so many things started coming up and I was like, wait, subhanAllah, like, I didn't say subhanAllah at that time, (laughs) uh, but I was like, yo, what? Like, we don't know these people's names. We don't know who Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Like, we don't have any evidence. I mean, we have very little evidence and um, that was kind of like, huh, right? And then we started to get into different things like the Trinity. And the Trinity was something that it made sense but didn't make sense. Like it made sense because that's what I was told as a Christian I needed to believe. right? I, I was told that there's, there's a Father, there's a Son, and the Holy Spirit. And for those of you that are, that are Muslim... Um, you know, we have We have one God Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala There's no partners associated with Him The Trinity Depending on which Christian you talk to The, the Trinity is, is 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 three parts of God But they're all essentially one They all work together as one entity Or one deity So you have the Father, which is uh, God, God. You <laughs> so you have the Father, you have the Son, which is Isa or Jesus, peace and blessings be upon him, and then you have the Holy Spirit, which is another form of God, and those three work together, but they're all one God, and so the Christian, what he would say, um, and I'm putting on my Christian hat here, you know, what, what we would say is that you know, just like water has ice, um, it, it can be vapor at sometimes, and it can be liquid, um, but it's all still water, three different forms, that's exactly how God is. So, you know, they're basically asho- associating God with water. Um, which, as a Christian, I said, okay, like, that kind of makes sense. Like, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense, right? Like, okay, like, if that's what I have to believe, then that's what I have to believe. Um, but it, it was a sticky point, right? It was a sticky point when it came to, to the Trinity. And looking at what Jesus said, um, peace and blessings be upon him, after reading, like, the, the New Testament, you know, Jesus never says that he is God. Like, Uh, explicitly and I'm talking about very very explicitly not metaphorically not um, not anything that's like assumptive right like if those are even the right terms but like I'm talking about very explicit where Jesus peace and blessing be upon him says like I am God right like worship me and the only way you get to heaven is by worshiping me as God Right? Like, that was never, never said. And it always baffled me because God's very clear, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very clear in the, in the Old Testament uh, or in the Torah how we believe in one God. You know, Ibrahim or Abraham, peace and blessings be upon him, worshiped one God, Noah. One God, Musa, Moses, one God. Right? All these prophets of these Old Testament called people to worshiping one God. And when I would read through the the New Testament, I would see Jesus, peace and blessings be upon him, Isa alayhi salam, calling to one God, fulfilling the Old Testament, you know, following the same God as. As Abraham, as Moses, as as Noah, and I never saw where he said, like literally, he would say, I mean, he would have to essentially say, like, look, we're we're changing the religion now, and, and this is in Jesus' words, right, in in the gospel, you know, Jesus would have had to have said, look, we're no longer do you get to heaven through believing one God you have to believe in the you have to believe in me as God and that, that's very explicit that's radical what, I mean that is so radical think about that like you have a, a guy and this is the way I, I put myself and this is, this is what really really like had me and, and it had my heart and, and I couldn't, it was a very sticky point because I looked at myself and I said, look, all right, I'm, I'm living. Let's say I'm living in the time of, of Jesus, peace and blessings be upon him. And I'm walking around and I see this random guy, right? And he starts healing the sick and healing uh, the lepers and he's doing all these amazing miracles. And I know that the religion of my father's, right? The religion that is the true religion is the oneness of God, the same God that Abraham is calling me to, right? And Moses and and Noah and all these prophets, they all call to one God. And then this other guy, Jesus here is saying, which he never said this, but I'm just saying, he would have had to have said, look, to get to heaven now, you have to believe in me as God. I couldn't have done that. I couldn't have left that belief in the oneness of God to, to, to believe in somebody else, right? To believe in this guy who is, you know, yeah, he's, he's perform, performing all these miracles. That's great. But to say he's God... To, to now believe in a man that I see right before me as this person is God, right? And how, anyways, while I digress, we, I can talk about that for a very long time. Um, but I, I didn't see where Jesus said that. He never said that, that I'm God. Um, and, and the fact of the, the Trinity is never explicitly um, mentioned in the in the New Testament, right? There, there's no reference that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one and they are God. Um, a Christian, and in the Bible, um, there is a reference, there actually is a text, and I, I, I don't have it in front of me to pull it, but in the New Testament, I think it's like in John or something, that it says that um, the Father and the Son and, and Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. Right. And that's very explicit. Right. Like that's like, oh, yeah, that's the Trinity. Boom. Right there. And I remember for a long time when I was learning about Christianity in school, I was like, OK, that's the proof I needed. Right. I And I needed it. Right. I needed there to be proof that the Trinity existed. And in the New Testament, that's what I found. Right. That that proof. But it was so funny Um it never sat well with me, right? And, and I want you to remember that, okay? Don't like if you leave the podcast now, you're gonna miss out on something very important. Um, so, st- so stick to it. Um, there's something that 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 is very important about the Trinity and um, and the explicitness of the Trinity in the New Testament. So, anyways, I, I was like, okay, yeah, there, you know, there's a Trinity. Uh, but I didn't feel good anymore while I was in uh, that old, uh, in my school, right? Um, I was asking you know, these professor these questions, right? I'd ask him, like, you know, what about this Trinity thing? What about, um, you know, what about Mark? Like, we don't even know this dude's last name, and you want me to believe in what he's writing? You don't know if he was a doctor or not? Like, how can I put my faith and my trust in these guys who wrote that we don't know much about? And, uh, and I, you know, I'd ask him the same things I brought up earlier, right? I've asked, I asked these, uh, the high end professors and they're like, ah, man, just have faith, right? Just have faith. And, or they would, they would tell me to, um, go further into the, the new Testament, right? So after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the gospels. Um, the majority of the new Testament was written by a man named Paul, Um, he originally was named Saul and he killed Christians, but he changed his name later. He became a Christian and his name was Paul. And the majority of the New Testament was, um, Paul. And what's interesting is, you know how we have like tefsirs, right? Paul is essentially the majority of the, the New Testament. He wrote it, you know, writing letters to different churches, and he wrote basically, like, the interpretation of the Gospels, right? And he, like, wrote the tefsir, and that was included in the New Testament. And what was interesting is that um, I didn't really, like, when it comes to Paul, it seemed he changed the religion, to be 100% clear, right? Like... This guy goes in and now he's saying like, yeah, the Trinity is real, right? He brings the topic of there's a Trinity now and uh, believing in Jesus as God and all these different things. And I was like, but Jesus, you know, never said that, you know, so it was was a huge conflict. Anyways, I started having all these different conflicts, right? And I, I left the university or not the university. The, the theology center. And I said, I like, I can't call people to Christianity if I have all of these questions, if I have all these these things going on in my head, like I don't feel that this is the right thing anymore. Right? I just I can't call people to something that I don't believe in. And so I left and um, I kind of just went on this this search this search for for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, for God. Um I went through many different phases. Um I went to I actually I went to uh um, a, a junior college and when I was I was trying to play basketball there and there was a religious studies class that I took and it was actually one of the coolest religious studies I've ever been a part of. And the uh during my time there, I started to learn about many different religions. Like I was kind of stuck in a bubble when I was in um, when I was in uh, El Paso in, in our church, and being in this bubble, I, I didn't really, I didn't know about any other religions. Right, you were just taught, hey, Christianity is just what you believe in, right? And uh, when I got out, and I got out of that bubble of of Christianity, I stayed in that bubble all the way up until you know, from high school up until to college and a little bit of that, that seminary I, I was into. It was the first time, like, I left that bubble when I went to Arizona um, to try and play basketball at a at a junior college. And um, I took a religious studies because I just wanted to see what other religions were about. And, you know, I started learning about all these other ones, like, man, like, do I, you know, I was like, you know, first, you know, I learned about like Hinduism. Like, ah, oh, you know, do I see myself as Hinduism, like, or a uh, Hindu? Like, um, not really. Like, it didn't fit well with the idea that I had that I believed in one God, right? Like, that was something always just on my heart. And, um, you know, I looked into Buddhism and I was like, well, you know, it's, you know, it's a way of life for sure. And religion is a way of life. But, you know, I kind of just didn't, um, Bond with it much because I was just like, but where's God? You know, like, this is more like a way of life. And I'm not really down with just like putting all my hope and faith into like one man, essentially, you know. Um, Then we looked at Christianity and I got to look at it from an objective point of view, right? And uh, it was interesting. It was interesting because I those questions that I had in school... Were answered in in some of these texts, and and I loved the professor I had because they were, they weren't like against Christianity, but there was like a lot of Christians in the in the class, and he just didn't let them like say anything false, right? Like he would he would fact checked he fact fact checked everybody, but the class was made of like mostly Christians, so when whenever you talk about somebody's religion, right, like you get heated up, right? And you, if you're probably a a non-Muslim listening to this and you're a Christian, you're probably heated up right now too, right? Like, it's just what happens. And so, like, he started going into different things and he said one thing. He was like, look, um, the Trinity doesn't, like, Jesus never talked about the Trinity. And boom, you had, like, everyone just get up and, no, he did talk about the Trinity. I can't believe it. What kind of professor are you, like, I can't believe you're talking about Christianity and saying that there's no trinity and that Jesus never said it and, um, and you're supposed to be a professor. And I was like, yo, like, I was like, dang, yeah, professor, like, dude, have you, have you read the Bible? You know, like, what's going on here? And so he asked the class, he said, okay, hey, show me where it says that there's, that explicitly that Jesus, peace and blessings be upon him, says that there is a trinity. And uh, people are looking, and they go to this verse, that same verse that I that I had, uh, that I found as well. That to me, I was like, okay, this is the explicit evidence that there is a a, a trinity. And they read it out, and they're like, look, this is the proof that there's a trinity. Um, you know, it says that you know, God and the Father are one, and the and the Holy Spirit are all one. Something along those lines, which was very explicit. And then the professor says. Do you know that, that that verse was added later? It wasn't added. Actually, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John didn't have that in there. It was added later by the church, some four, three or four hundred years later, because they needed a verse that proved that there was a trinity. Explicitly, because people were saying the same thing you guys were saying, Right Is that where is it that it's explicitly a trinity? And my mind totally just blew up when I heard that because I was like, man, like the trinity. Guys, the the trinity, which is the basis of what being a Christian is. You must believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You must believe that they are all one, in order to be christian that's just how it goes that's just how it goes um, and that explicitness is what I needed when I was searching when I was searching for religion uh, and it 's that explicitness that I needed when I was you know looking back at Christianity because I was looking at Christianity again as this is where I wanted to be and that that right there was a moment I'll never forget, because I realized like this book that I that I that I that I want to believe in the Bible is is changed. People have added things to it. Um, you know, Paul, this other guy, is kind of interpreting what he thinks Jesus um, said. You know, and he, he's changing up this religion. You know, like and and to me the biggest thing was that explicitness of the Trinity, because again, I, I truly believe that God is clear. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very clear on things. And I think the most the thing that God would be most clear on is how you get to heaven. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to, to this episode. Um, of my shahada story it means a lot that you guys would uh listen this far and listen to to my story and you know how i came to islam um i'm going to cut this one here uh, i don't want to make it too too long um the second part of the shahada story will be on the the next episode and inshallah if you guys have any questions feel free to go to shahadatribe.radio.com there's a place you can um, basically, you click a button and you can record. And I get them all. And you know, I'd love to answer some of the questions about the Shahada story, um, even Christianity or anything like that. We can um, talk about it here, uh, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And inshallah, we'll see you guys next time. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.